Cambridge, Mass., and surrounding areas. Do not forget, in just a few days from now, March the 21st, it's a Saturday night, 8 p.m., we will be appearing at the Lily Pad, and we're talking about the Green Lantern. Chris Cabin's ready to go. Well, bring your jars of sauerkraut to eat raw, <laughs> just like Peter Sarsgaard does in his fucking movie. Oh, man, that's just gnarly. It's, it, it's the grossest appearance anyone could ever have, just right? Just slopping it out of the jar into your big hanging mouth. <laughs> he looks like a radioactive penis head in that. That's what he winds up looking like. He kind of looks like, honestly, if you just painted his face pink and then, like, shot his head on a table, he'd make a great crank. Yeah, or, yeah, you're right. Conversely, a good Adventure Time villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that dog transforming into something to fight that thing. You know, I'm not. I'm getting a little nervous because it's already we're early March now, and I just I'm realizing I really do have to watch yeah, this again. It you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, just like we're getting down to the eleventh hour here. We're gonna have to rewatch. Yeah. The Green Lantern. It's like when you uh, you say you're going to go to a wedding, but don't think about it, and you're like, "Oh, you know, I'll just fucking go. <laughs> Fine, I'll go to your wedding." And then you're like, "Oh, wait, I got it. I got it. I got to get the hotel." <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> exactly. The blocks all filled up. There's yeah. a card I have to sign. Oh, man, gotta go to I Hallmark. love that. I love that signing the card is what. It, <laughs> that's, that's a Chris Cabin problem, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. There are problems, and then there are Chris Cabin problems. Everyone else is booking hotels, spending hundreds of dollars on gifts. Someone has to go to the Hallmark. <laughs> I'm store. still doing the other stuff. <laughs> but that bothers me the most. Yeah, yes. yeah I know it does. <laughs> Chris Cabin problems. Look into it. So uh, for more riffing like this on the Green Lantern gang, come out to the lily pad in Cambridge, Mass. On March the 21st, it's a Saturday night, 8 p.m. All four of us will be in attendance. Uh, you can pick up tickets online. Brown paper, or uh, what is it? WHMpodcast.brownpapertickets.com. And remember, we will not be taking cash at the door. You have to get your tickets in advance, and then roll up with uh, your little print out there or showing on your phone what's going on, but we will not be taking uh, money at the door. WHMpodcast.brownpapertickets.com, the 21st of this month, which is March. We will be at the lily pad. We'll see you in Cambridge, Mass. then. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Gavin. Steven Sadak. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always. If you're new to the program, thank you for joining us. This is the first episode, our debut episode, on the Sideshow Network. We're very excited to be here. Yeah! <laughs> me <did>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is a little air of legitimacy for this show, if you could believe it. Absolutely. How about that? Take that, naysayers. Yeah, no more Andrew's mom coming down to the basement <laughs> saying, what are you boys watching? <laughs> what is this for? Uh, no, we're very excited to be a part of the Sideshow family. There's a lot of great shows uh, on this network. We're happy to be a part of it. If you're finding us through the Sideshow Network, uh, this is a comedy show where we take a, a, a bad little shitty movie and then uh, make fun of it endlessly for about an hour and a half. Yeah. 
That's, is that is that accurately that's, describing what yeah, we hate movies? Yeah, yeah, that's the sound point. That's the log line. Steve, if you had to say to someone who's just found us through Sideshow, you know, some things that they could expect on on We Hate Movies. What are the, some of the things that they could they could expect? Uh, well, you know, nerd riffing. If you if you if you like nerd culture, uh, you'll like this show. If you like obscure celebrity impressions, you like the show. <laughs> if you like bad obscure celebrity impressions, yeah, we got the, both kinds. Underline obscure that one. celebrity impressions <laughs> and bad obscure celebrity impressions. We listen to. Both kinds of music, country and western. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you enjoy filthy cursing? We got oh, filthy oh, cursing. You got plenty of cursing. Oh, yeah. There's there's some of that. So put the kids to bed, everybody. Or if you're a terrible parent, get them on out to the living room. Yeah. And liberal goddamn politics, all right? <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> So we are We Hate Movies, and we're very happy to be here. And for those of our, our loyal listeners who are following us over to Sideshow, check out the rest of the sh- shows they have going on. Uh, Sideshownetwork.tv. They've also got a, their own channel on the iTunes store. You know, Check out their stuff. There's, we're joining a, an army of, of podcasts on this network, so we're very excited to be here. And uh, Yeah, welcome, welcome new listeners, one and all. Now, to get a real taste of what we do here at We Hate Movies, this week's episode... Teen Wolf 2 from 1987, directed by Christopher Leach. Oh, God. Good goddamn, this movie. Yeah. It's important to start because you're overhearing it. I mean, you probably downloaded the file. It's 2 as in T-O-O. Also. As in I am also a Teen Wolf. I am a Teen Wolf as well. Yep. I'm a teenager. I'm a wolf. Also, <laughs> look who's team wolfing now. Yeah, the next one. Yeah, no, I think that's that's what's going to happen. Look now, who's the teen wolf now? <laughs> and it's Danny DeVito. <laughs> I'm a teen wolf. Oh, man, that'd be great if you turn it. Like you know, you get the morphing thing down. He turns into Danny DeVito instead of it's a teenage kid. You know, star athlete. You go back in reverse, right? And, yeah. You know, Whenever he gets like flustered or horned up, he turns into Danny DeVito. Still eating humans, though, yeah. oh. as a werewolf should. <laughs> yeah, and a Danny DeVito should eating human <laughs> flesh at all times. That was my question about um, that new MTV show. Like, are they eating people on there? Because he's like a sexy Teen I Wolf. Don't yeah, think he is, but isn't aren't his nemeses? I think there's some bad Teen Wolves on there. Oh, really? And so there's a whole people, like. Yeah. You know, it's a war. It's a oh, there, it's a it's an outright war. Oh yeah, there, there's a war in this sleepy Pennsylvania town or wherever the fuck that is. What is it good for, man? That's what I want to know. It's a sexy show for sexy teens doing sexy things with mm-hmm. sexy acrobatics. And there's like no humor, right? It's not <laughs> oh, a comedy none at, all. at all. Well, no, the guy from the Maze Runner is in it, and that's where he got his start, and he's kind of funny. Well, uh, you know, lack of humor to connect it back to Teen Wolf too. <laughs> Because there's just no jokes in this. This is when you talk about like bad sequels and like how unnecessary some sequels are. This is what you're talking about. It's a photocopy of the first movie. It's like they took the first script, just photocopied it. Some names were changed to avoid damaging the reputations of people. And we're moving to college from high school. And here was my number one problem. And it's something. It's an Animal House thing, right? Yeah. Where you start everything, it's all the school. Yep. Haven't you seen the school? The school does not matter a thing in this movie. It's just it's not like he's dealing with the dean constantly. John Aston's just kind of fucking hanging around. Yeah, John Aston, Gomez Adams himself, as the snooty dean, uh, you know, Rottweiler by his side. Like we're we're introduced to the dean by like the outside of his office. There's a gigantic sign that's like, "This is the dean's building, home of the dean, <laughs> dean of men." It says, 
<laughs> is there a woman dean? Possibly? Maybe dean of women and dean of men. Yeah, I think that's how this college is organized. Yeah, the first scene is, or the opening, it's all panoramic shots of the college, and it's that that stupid fake song. It's like you know, I. Nobody went to a college. Like, how many people in America go to Ivy League schools? It's a small percentage, right? Yeah. Hail re- to the Camp Krusty. Yeah, from yeah. The- <laughs> Who can relate to that? No one can relate to that. There's a there's a scene in this movie where they start just randomly singing the so- like the the school fight song in the locker room, and I'm like, nobody gave a shit about that. Amazing story about school songs, right? So. Uh, Chris Cabin, you and I went to the same high school. Yes. Some 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 WHM high days, yeah. right? Now, did you know that our high school had a fight song? No. Greatest thing ever, right? So high school graduation comes around. We're in this huge auditorium, and they're like going over like what's going to happen like at the rehearsal, you know? And it's like so then when the last person goes off, everybody's going to you know stand back up. They're going to say like you know now you're, you've graduated high school, and we're going to sing the fight song. And the principal turns on an overhead projector with these lyrics, and some guy on a piano starts just tinkering away. <laughs> and like the principal and the vice principal and a couple other teachers start singing this song, and we're all like. What? Like, do you ever see a, a room of like 500 kids just go, what the fuck? Like, nobody knew that the school had a song. You know what? Build that shit up for four. You've got four years to teach me a fight song for singing at a graduation. Exactly. And it was ridiculous because they were all pissed off that nobody knew it. And it turned into this, like, you don't have pride in your school bullshit. We were like, I didn't know this song existed. <laughs> in, in what situation am I getting the song other than from you? <laughs> yeah, You're responsible for me. giving us the song it was so so funny you know what's too late to teach me that graduation because i'm i've checked out i checked out from high school about eight months ago pal yeah totally like give me a break i'm riding on fumes (laughs) kind of literally (laughs) yeah we were doing whippets in the bathroom getting ready for this so yeah we cut to the dean's uh, the, the crusty old dean played by Played admirably by John Aston. Yeah. In a better film, he's making a fantastic rival to some nerdlinger and, you know, yeah. friends. Exactly. Yeah. He's in perfect... That's my ride, guys. Talk to you later. <laughs> see you, see you. To new listeners, by the way, uh, we record this episode, in uh, the, the entire show, in New York City, uh, where it gets very hot in my apartment, so the window has to be open, because you want three fat guys sweating it out in a room, by the way. It gets really gross. So it smells... Great. You're going to notice buses. I live catty corner from a hospital, so there's ambulances from time to time. And it's New York, so everyone's an aggressive driver. So you will hear occasionally, what are you talking about, pencil neck? Move it or lose it! And so on <laughs> and thus forth. And then somebody throws a slice of pizza at my window. <laughs> you know, Every goddamn week. <laughs> so what were you saying, Steve? I'm sorry. No, but yeah, any other... He's in full Dean Wormer mode, but he doesn't have... Mm-hmm. You know, he's only got like three scenes, so he doesn't even get to say, I'll get you that rowdy Teen Wolf house. <laughs> but his whole thing is, I really want this boxing championship to get... How many colleges in the United States have a great boxing? Here, here's the thing. I'm sure there are... But nobody gives a shit. Exactly. That's the thing. No one's ever cared. That's the thing, right? Like, I like watching the fight on TV. Like, I'll watch boxing. I actually like watching, you know, quite a bit if I can. I don't have cable, so the opportunities to watch boxing aren't really there. But it's a fine thing to watch. You know, the pugilism is a very interesting thing that's got a great, rich history. Why on earth would you think it's a good idea to put this in your college cool dude werewolf movie? (laughs) 
Like, Michael J. Fox is playing basketball, and that makes sense. It's a team thing. You know, it's basketball, so it's kind of bigger. We're used to seeing that in school settings. I didn't buy it when he was playing basketball. <laughs> Even as a joke, I no. didn't buy it. No. Right. Because you know what? A perfect big monster thing is good for football. Why, why is he not is playing f- football? I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you. Here's the thing. And I think this is indicative of a lot of what's going on in this movie. Faking a boxing team is very cheap. Yes. Yeah. Faking a football team is very expensive. Absolutely. Yes. But baseball, you're kind, you could pull off a Teen Wolf baseball situation. It's a, it would be called like Teen Wolf, a lot of home runs, <laughs> Teen Wolf running the bases. Do you think that they were, you know, like maybe taking a bitter pill here because they're going to set up Teen Wolf 3, 4, and 5? Like, we don't want to burn out. We got a good star in Jason <laughs> yeah. Bateman. We got John Aston tentatively signed up. I think he's going to ink tomorrow. Let's not <laughs> let's rewrite it to, rewrite it to do boxing. I don't want to burn out the football thing. That's Teen Wolf three. Baseball Teen Wolf four. Maybe bowling Teen Wolf five. Sure. I would watch golfing. Golfing would be. Oh, good. yeah. What would be better, golf or bowling, for a Teen Wolf movie? Let's say you could only do one. Well, bowling makes more sense because the applicable skill would be strength. Although, right. Yeah, that's true. Although you get more celebrity cameos with golfing. That's true. You get Bob Barker. <laughs> well, I mean, and, you and just, all. And I mean, I don't know who's a fan of Tiger Woods and Arnold Palmer. Oh, this is 1989. Well, You're no, but but Tiger in this Woods. alternate timeline, we're Teen Wolf Five. This, this is not. We're talking like 1994, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're right. The franchise would extend into the mid to late 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Which it should have. Like those Air Bud movies. Speaking of dog sports. But. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Speaking of dog sports. Sure. Which, I mean, like, yeah. no, His whole thing is he, he's chewing out this. Um, he's just chewing out. He's chewing out the the coach of the college boxing team. Everybody with us so far? There's a college boxing team. There's a coach who is the high school basketball coach from the first movie. Same character, recast actor. Couple of, That happens a couple of times in this movie. Sometimes it doesn't matter like this coach. Other times it totally matters and later few, in the film. And a few people we're keeping. We're just going to have Chubbs come back. <sighs> Poor Chubby, man. <laughs> Poor Chubby. <laughs> Why does he have to go here? Oh, I thought why you were going to say. Why do they all have to go? I thought you were saying why poor chubby. I was like, why not poor chubby? Well, I mean, why poor chubby? But still, <laughs> why poor chubby in this movie? <laughs> and so he's like, all right, we got to get this. The regional boxing championships are in three months, and you be- you better turn that team around because somehow, if the boxing team does poorly, the dean is ruined. I- no. What? They're going to look a fool? I don't know. <laughs> if there's one person on this planet who refuses to ever look a fool, it's John Aston. There should be every so often just a big black screen with a, a white label that just says scene missing. Because there's so much, that a lot of leaps have to be made to go from one to the other. And as we'll get to, this movie is mostly Oingo Boingo montages. Mostly, yes. Yeah. A lot of Oingo Boingo in this movie. And when Oingo Boingo's playing... That's when this movie's okay. Like, yeah. um, I prick up my ears. I'm like, oh, hey, this is kind of fun. And then you sort of forget for a second you're watching Teen Wolf 2. But you know what's amazing is that 
indifference as far as runtime goes, it's a difference of a minute. Yeah. Between this and the original. <laughs> yeah. And the original feels so much, it's not good, but, but it movie. feels more substantial than this. Oh, I like that first movie. I'm totally fine with it. It's silly, but how do you deny the charm of Michael J. Fox? I mean, I guess so, but he's also a piece of shit in that movie. <laughs> well, the character is, not yeah, Michael well, J. Not Fox. not Michael J. Fox, of course not, but his character <laughs> in that movie is a piece of shit. Well, the funny thing is, apparently, in the first one came out like the same year as uh, Back to the Future, or like right after, like really, really close on the heels. Yeah. Because this was probably cooling in development for a while, and then they were like, oh shit, <laughs> get it out there! <laughs> So some of like the taglines are like, he's not going back to the future, he's going back to Teen Wolf or whatever the hell. And in some alternate countries like uh, Italy or whatever, his, they changed the character's name to be Marty? Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Well, wait, because this movie is 1987. Yeah, I yeah. Think that first Back to the Future is 85. I think that Teen Wolf 1 came out in 85. Oh, you're talking Teen Wolf 1? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah, I apologize. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That, no, that's fine. No, Steve's doing the thing where he's like, stop talking about it and just cut it out. But it's totally <laughs> fine. We clarified what you were saying, so it's not confusing. All right. But uh, the, the other thing, too, is not only is John Aston going to be ruined, but apparently he's going to be in some hot soup with the Alumni Association. Again, who could possibly <laughs> care this much about a boxing team? And you know what? The first movie, it made sense. Basketball, blah, blah, blah. You know, when you're doing a sequel, you can... You, you get all of the all of hindsight. And say, all right, what worked, what didn't, what makes this easier? You know what? Cut the sports right out. Let's just get him into sexy situations. Maybe he's drinking a keg. It's Ma- college, exactly, dude. Like he just gets wrapped up in some sort of frat war. Yep. Yeah. Right. Like that's what you want. Forget college athletics. I don't need the NCAA involved in this. A comedy. I want a comedy. The yeah. first one. The problem. Here's what's good about the first one is that it actually makes sense because. He's going through puberty. Yeah, sure. Right, this right, right. thing happens. This it's it, it works, and that's it. This he's just kind of like I really hope I'm not a werewolf. <laughs> well, because that's I really that's, hope I'm not a werewolf. That's the weird thing, and we can get into talking about Jason Bateman in this movie as Todd, Todd <laughs> Howard, Todd, Todd the werewolf, Todd Wolf. Yeah, yeah, he's a real Todd Wolf, right? But the whole thing they explain in the first Teen Wolf movie is like. When you start hitting puberty, man, your your hormones are going all over the place, and our family curses, we turn into werewolves. But it sometimes skips a generation, which they say this movie and the last one's like, I don't know, man, I didn't tell you because I thought I was going to skip a generation. I've been a, your dad's been a werewolf this whole time, <laughs> but I didn't deem you to know about it. Right, but so then we have Todd the werewolf, right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, he thinks he's like in the clear. Why does he have this delayed lycanthropy? Yeah, is he just a late bloomer? Is I that, don't know is what's going on. About? I think it's a thing. Like, maybe in however he grew up, Jason Bateman just was not... Because he's like a science nerd in this movie, too. Sure. That's the other thing. Is like, he wants to be a veterinarian, and he's going to study biology in his first year at school. So, like, maybe he's never really, like, been interested in girls until he gets to college, and then it's just, like, boner town. Well, but- that's the thing. Yeah, when you're a teen wolf, when you get a boner, here it comes. Like, that's the yeah. idea. Now you're a teen wolf. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's onset by boner. When you're riled yeah. up. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, he's a college freshman. You're telling me he's never gotten a boner until <laughs> he's moving into college? Come on, Well, movie. that's I, I kind of wanted there to be, like, an opener where you, like, a passing of the torch, like... 
they're over at Michael J. Fox's house for Thanksgiving or something, <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, accidentally he bites him or something, yeah. right? Like, right, just by accident, and now that's let, how it goes. Now let me throw this out there. I was mentioning this uh, this to Steve earlier today, and I think it's very important that we try to get to the bottom of it with this movie. Because when we're introduced to Jason Bateman, he's being driven to campus by his uncle, who is the guy who played Michael J. Fox's father in the first movie. It's the same character, same actor. And he also is in the cartoon playing, reprising his role there, too. Yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> so it's the same character. We're in the same world. And they start talking about, like, well, your cousin Scott, blah, blah, blah. Your cousin Scott, this and that. Yeah. They speak about Michael J. Fox's character as if he's no longer with them, and it's really strange. Oh man, per- better Teen Wolf sequel. He goes to Auburn, you know, it's mm-hmm. the South, and like, you know, he's already vowed to not be a Teen Wolf. He's learned how to be himself and all this kind of stuff. Right. So he's just putting that away, and he's trying to make a new start, a fresh start. Right. He can control his urges, but he goes to a college party. It's the '80s. It's the first time he tries cocaine. Uh oh, Teen Wolf, and he's rabid. Totally. And it, then they have to put him down. They put him down, dude. I think that's what happened. See, I was. I thought you were going for more of a school ties type situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cowards! Cowards! <laughs> they put a dog leash over his bed, <laughs> and he rips it off. He's like, get this! Who <laughs> fucking did this? Matt Damon's just waving a milk bone in front of him. Go home, canine. <laughs> Matt Damon is a world class shit in that movie. Oh yeah. He's, he's, it's not a great movie, but that's a world like if I had to like draft a, a, a you know a starting nine of world class shits from oh. all movies past. <laughs> yeah, Matt Damon in School Ties is, is making the cut. I mean, it's a testament to his abilities. Yeah, oh, as yeah. a performer. Well, because you see how he he you know appears on a lot of talk shows and internet videos and yeah. stuff, and he seems like a really cool guy, real affable yeah. fella. You sure. know. You're watching that school ties, and you're like, man, that's coming easy. <laughs> that's coming real easy, Matt Damon. I, I really hope you turn out to be an okay guy, and you're just a really good actor. Ben Affleck, you're here, too. Are you sure you're okay with this? <laughs> so, But here's the, the other thing. So we don't know what happens to Scott at all, and it's just such an easy thing to just say, well, your cousin who went to Harvard, your cousin who went to Brown, or your all cousin who did All the- sequels yeah. do that. Yeah, it's, you, it's the old you just missed him. You know what I mean? That's yep. always, oh, you came here for... Oh, Michael J. Fox, huh? No, you just missed him. He's in another movie. But hey, Jason Bateman. Yep. He's his cousin. You guys watch the Hogan family, right? Similar haircut. Come on. Well, so was it just that he picked Back to the Future 2 over this? I mean, I think he picked a lot of things over. Well, yeah, he just just didn't want to do this Uh, movie. Which is, I heard it was, he didn't like, he hated the makeup so much that, you know, the the makeup process. Oh, you mean the mud that they just put on his face? Well, let me tell you something, man. That's another thing that's a step down in this movie. The wolf makeup in that first movie is pretty okay. It's your comical, like, 1950s werewolf bar mitzvah looking werewolf. This is just a bad Halloween costume. He looks like a bad caveman. Yeah, he does look yes, more like a caveman. Right. Yeah. You're totally right. The funny thing is, so he's he's you know his 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 grand his uncle is like you know blah blah blah. You still might be a Teen Wolf. You miss you know it, it sometimes skips a generation. It's like yeah, I know. And he's like yeah, but your your parents aren't Teen Wolves or werewolves. Which you know what? 
again, screenplay, just pick which one is he related to. You're like, you know what I mean? Is it the uncle? Exactly. Is it the father or the yeah. mother? Like, yep. My sister, your fa- your 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 wa- your mother, whatever. And it's another thing where they don't explain why his parents aren't driving him. <laughs> why is it weird? Werewolf Uncle Harold is driving him to college. It's not like like if his parents are dead, just tell me. <laughs> You're not going to bring down the mood of Teen Wolf Two by having the protagonist have dead parents. I think it's a thing where oh, you're at the other side of the country now, and that your uncle's going to look after you. You know what I mean? It just oh, so he's like he's moved to wherever, which is in driving distance from their town. Exactly. And Maybe it's like meet it. up with your uncle first. Why do we I... have to do this <laughs> this guesswork? Almost thirty years later. Well, I mean, yeah, because I was on, I was thinking that the parents kind of knew he was already a teen, wolf. A, a teen wolf. He didn't know it yet, but they knew he was a teen wolf in his teens. Send uh, him to stay with the wolf. And then they were like, "Well, we can't talk to him about it, so send him to stay with tell, your dirty tell, ass wolf brother. Tell your brother to come here, bring him there, get the U-Haul, do the whole thing. Totally. And you know what? They can have a nice talk on the way there. I, yeah, I can't have a teen. I don't want to have a Teen Wolf at Christmas. Let him go there. Let him just go <laughs> to that gross house that they have there. Yeah, you know, let him go cross country to school so he can't come home easily for holidays. Oh my god, that whole t- family's Teen Wolves, What's and they use mayonnaise jars for soda cups. It's disgusting <laughs> over there. It's a disgusting house. You know what? We'll, we'll just wait for summer. Just we'll, we'll see him at summer. He'll be, he'll be, you know, first year out. Maybe he's better then. If he turns, it's summer. We can shave him. Maybe it'll be okay. Maybe he got it out of his system. <laughs> <laughs> well, the weird thing about the circumstance of him going to this college is he uh, – w- one thing in the, in the John Aston scene you find out is the coach is like, oh, you know, I ha- I got my secret weapon coming today. Who is Jason Bateman? Because his cousin was a Teen Wolf, and that Teen Wolf really worked out for me in the last movie. And in the car you find out that – Jason Bateman doesn't even box. No. He just got this weird boxing scholarship from the school sight unseen, and he's like, hey, pretty cool. There's no way. I'd be so weirded out. I'd be like, what is going on? Death cult. That's an invitation to die. (laughs) I... Or you're sucking somebody's dick when you yeah, get there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all hell. Yeah, you like that, air quotes, boxing scholarship? Exactly. Zip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And then you know what? I'm never going to have a college education. <laughs> it's just, why would no one question this? Yeah. Why would no one be <laughs> like, did someone send a scout to the school to see him box? Like, what's his record? Well, none of it makes any sense because as we... as. As we find out, when he gets to the fucking place, Styles has changed his whole course. Let's get into Styles, okay? You may remember Styles as the fun-loving, money-grubbing friend from that first movie. Well, he's back, and he kind of looks like a 1980s Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> he does. He looks like he's jacked in this movie. He's kind of like Jeff Goldblum's The Fly. Yeah, no, they completely changed this actor to a real Mediterranean-looking fella. But he's more of a new metal fan because he's got that long, green. The, oh, the mullet is really <laughs> It is something else, This is a prize piece mullet, you guys. Oh, my God. Well, he's got like a Frankenstein top, right? It's like a box top head, and then this mullet looks like I don't even know what. It is somehow a a mullet that is simultaneously out of control (laughs) and perfectly put together. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's (laughs) somewhere in the middle. You only see this work at Styx concerts. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable, this mullet. I can't can't even tell you how impressed I was with it. (laughs) I mean, it would take like hours to blow dry right yeah. 
Because you blow it around the top, that's like the next 15 minutes. But the back, my God. Oh, and it's you're just getting so great. The best dryer on the market, by the way. You're not getting the $10, just, you know, plug it in, extend. There's a great scene. So, like, they open the dorm room. You know, Jason Bateman goes in, and it's like, here's Styles. It's like, oh, remember that first movie, everybody? How entertaining he was? Well, the funny thing is, of course, uh, one of the reasons they rehired the father was so he could be like, Styles, what are you doing here? He's like, hey, <laughs> yep. look. Hey, guys, just just look. It's This is what Styles looks like in this movie. It's yep. fine. He's a different guy. Exactly. Don't worry about it. I'm here. I'm endorsing this style. And he's a li- doing a little bit of like Fisher Stevens and my science project in this movie. He's like, hey, Mr. H, how's it going? Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up, Styles. <laughs> That's what that dad should have said. The door opens. Hey, Mr. You know what? Shut the fuck up, Styles. I'm dropping my nephew off and I'm getting out of here. How this rooming arrangement even worked in the first place. And for some reason, A, we don't know, is it August? Is it September? Is it October? I don't know. Everyone seems to be established except for Teen Wolf in this movie. Totally. Everyone's already been there for ages. Like, is he moving in second semester? He appears to also be the only one who's moving in. It's very weird. And Styles knew that he was going to get him, and he knew that he was, and he's all like getting horned up because he's got an, he's got another Teen Wolf in his clutches. So he's like, "Dude, we're going to be best pals. I had them switch your room here. I also changed." He's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to be taking a lot of science courses." He's like, no, you're not. I got you all the coolest courses. I'm like, yeah. What? He's like, "Yeah, I changed your courses." Like, what? Why would you do that, Styles? You know nothing about me. Yeah, I got a dummy passport and everything. I signed <laughs> yeah. up for all of it. Dude, that's the thing. This is college. It's the late 80s. Styles needs to be wrapped up in dealing coke. Yep. That's what has to happen. He's, you know, because here's the thing. How much money can you make on a Teen Wolf 2 t-shirt anyway? Exactly. the profit margin on coke, which is outrageous. Selling t-shirts and stickers with your buddy's face on it is high school bush league <laughs> shit. You're in college, Styles. You want to sell Teen Wolf cocaine? Just do it. Just be an adult and sell cocaine like everybody and else. And you need to have the climactic scene where Teen Wolf dumps the baggy of freaking heroin into the toilet. Yeah, I don't now understand. you're moving it right up to H, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's where he's moving mm-hmm. at this point. Look at how he's living. Well, that's the thing, right? And because heroin always has cooler names than cocaine, yeah. you could totally have a thing where it's like, hey, man, I'm just selling some of this sweet Mexican wolf's bane. Yep, yep. And it's just a cartoon picture of the Teen Wolf on it. And you're fucking shooting that shit up. Fucking Teen Wolf t-shirts, you loser. I know. Gross. Why don't you open a fucking lemonade stand, Styles? <laughs> By the way, this is the second time he's trying this enterprise. <laughs> well, it's totally In the right. first one, he tries to do it again. And he gets burned the exact same way in two movies. Like, at least, like, the dad isn't there. The, the coach, it kind of doesn't matter. But Styles has the same bright idea twice and hasn't learned his lesson. And then, speaking of not learning your lessons, our good friend Chubby is also back in the movie, played by the same actor, who I think also did the voice in the cartoon, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, So Chubby, he's just there. He's the fat guy in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, is it? Or is it Big Top Pee-wee? Yeah, it's uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, he's the big fat guy in that. I mean, he's just kind of your lovable fat guy. He played Gacy. Oh, right. Oh, man. That cover, I've never seen that movie, but the cover, cover with out. him in the clown makeup, that'll just cause you nightmares for weeks. Yeah. It was just that, that period of time in the late 90s, early 2000s when we were just doing like one-off serial killer movies, like yep. biopics, but they were kind of horror movies. Yeah, it, totally. It's that one and the Ed Gein one. They always The, the covers always freaked me out. Bundy had one. Bundy had one. And then the best one is the Jeremy Renner one. The, the Dahmer. Dahmer. I think that might have started it all. 
<laughs> then, I don't know if it's like yeah, the same production house or like people are ripping people off. No, or what? Like, that was like at Sundance, and then the rest of them were like Dark Sky Films shit. Yeah, no, you're totally right. That Dahmer movie did play Sundance and was quite successful on the like independent film circuit, which is so strange. Anyone see that Dahmer Files documentary? It's a weird like I had seen it. I, I watched. It's it. like mumblecore reenactments almost. Oh, it's huh. kind of interesting. A lot of people hate that movie, but uh, I kind of recommend checking it out. I, I can. I, I can't get enough Dahmer. Oh, and, then and you definitely have to. It's called the the. It's the Jeffrey Dahmer Files, I think it's called. Yeah. Or it might just be the Dahmer Files. Look was, it up. It was on Netflix for a it, while, I think. Oh, here's some New York City honking, everybody. Welcome to the Big Apple, you fucking moron! <laughs> we, have, we do have to engage them. It's New York. Yeah. If somebody honks a horn, you have to say, you fucking moron. We're, we're restraining ourselves. We're not out the window waving our fists. Yeah. There's a couple of great instances of like some serious uh, ad plugs in this movie. Like when they go into the dorm and Styles is showing them around, he's like, "Here's our cesspool. Like, come move in with us or whatever." There is just this perfectly placed, like it's right at head level with them. Just Dunkin' Donuts, box of donuts, yeah. like on the bookshelf, yeah. just for all to see. It's pretty fantastic. So he moves in. He's like, "I changed a bunch of courses. You're taking girls volleyball. You're taking." French cooking for chefs or Who something. Who cares? Or, uh, yeah, just, and French. that's where Chubby comes in. He's like, I've taken it twice. Taking it again this semester because I'm big and fat. There is nothing to Chubby other than being a pretty, a good friend and a fat guy. He's got a big heart and a bigger gut. That's yep. the way Chubby yep. is characterized. So Jason Bateman's like, all right, you know, Styles, I don't even know you. My dead cousin may have talked about you one time. <laughs> Uh, you heard about what happened to him, right? He was murdered at, on his college campus. I met yeah. you guys at the funeral. Yeah. I would... <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to go down to the like administration office. I got to change. I got to go to the registrar and change these classes back. And he goes down. And this is a scene. I forget what talk show it was on. It was maybe The Daily Show or something where like they pulled this clip to uh. make fun of Jason Bateman. I think maybe it was... Uh, Conan, it was some some late night show, and they were like, "Oh, you have a clip from your new movie when he directed Bad Words." Yeah, and they're like, "Here's a clip from Bad Words," and they played this clip from Teen Wolf Two, which is total sick burn. It's he goes in and he's like, "I'd like to change my grades," and it's the woman who's the nun in the Blues Brothers. Yeah, she's just a classic sass actress. Yeah, and she's like. Oh, Kathleen Freeman. Yeah, that's her name. And she's like, you know, nobody changes classes. And I'm like, why? That happens all the time. The whole point of the registrar. Most of your job. Yeah, that's literally your job is helping people <laughs> add and drop classes, you fucking idiot. It's add and drop week. I'm allowed to do this. <laughs> totally. Oh, maybe, it's, maybe it is October. I have no idea about this movie. <laughs> and so he like goes up and you know, she's like, nobody does that. And he's like. I don't like to change. And he starts like wolfing out a little bit and you get the wolf eyes yeah. and his forehead starts like, you know, boiling or what? He's turning into a Klingon. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I, I think I thought like a, a baby was going to come out of his head. Well, that's the annoying thing with both of these Teen Wolf movies. The, the first one that kind of acknowledge it a little more, like it affects him a little more. But especially in this movie, they're like that and you're a wolf there's yeah. no like oh my god my skin's peeling off and i'm turning into a wolf one of my favorite scenes from the first movie is it's towards the end um like after he's alienated everybody sure and he's taking a shower as the wolf in the background <laughs> and you can tell it's just this one continuous shot where michael j fox is turning on the shower as the wolf ducks his head down as if he's washing his hair to take off the head <laughs> and then comes back up it's perfect oh wow it's perfect michael j fox it's great <laughs> I had to stop it <laughs> twice just to look at it. <laughs> That's so great. 
This episode is brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. Um, yeah, so then, you know, he he is told by Kathleen Freeman, he's like, you just have to get your professor to sign off on this, and you can go, you know, you can join this class. So he meets uh, this teacher who is Mrs. Brooks or something. I don't know what her name is. Yeah, Professor Brooks. Professor Brooks, and she's the science teacher and, like, Jesus' advisor, and he meets her assistant, who is the love interest in this movie, whose name I don't even know, because she's just, like... She stopped acting before we were born, I think. No, that's not She stopped acting before this movie ended, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) I mean, yeah, she's just not in this movie. I'm trying to pull up her name. But I mean, she's a brunette. He has to know he's ending up with her. Yeah, I mean, she's got glasses. Yeah, Esty Chandler is the name of the actress. The character's name is Nikki. Yeah. So she's like his like romantic interest right off the bat. And she's like, oh, you like science? And he's like, yes, I like science. Because <laughs> that's his whole thing. He wants to be a scientist. So they go out and they're talking about science in very vague terms. So did you get really good you know, grades in science? Actually, I'm here on a, a boxing scholarship. I don't want to talk about it. It's really. Uh, oh, my God. You're in a boxing. You have to go now. You have to leave right now. Get out of here. Get out of here right now. I'll distract them. Just oh. <laughs> Let me see your wrist. And there's like a symbol on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, two, it's two boxing gloves burned into his arm. <laughs> oh, we heard we got ourselves a boxing scholarship here. This <laughs> is like six rednecks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> Oh, we got ourselves a pretty little boxing scholarship. <laughs> and the the professor's Kim Darby, who was in like Better Off Dead, and actually she's in the original um, True Grit, like among several others. She's been around for a while. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's just talk about zero point zero percent chemistry. <laughs> yeah, these two, and it's supposed to be like love at first sight and you're just like come on there's man. nothing and they're just like oh science and you know he he changes the class and like 
the, the teacher is like, oh, I can see good science in you, student. It's like just, <laughs> You've no got I- good science, Aura. <laughs> no, nothing about this movie has any idea how college works. One of the classes they show, they're learning about Lincoln's assassination. They're fucking dissecting frogs at one point. I'm like, <laughs> what Mickey Mouse college is this? Community. It's, it should be. <laughs> college. It's so insane that this is supposed to be. Like, you started off this movie with a big pomp and circumstance song. <laughs> The font on all the actors and crew's names is very prestigious looking. The dean's got his own sign. He's the dean of men. It's like the opening of the social network. Totally. (laughs) What a prestigious university this must be. Cutting open a frog. Like, uh, I'm surprised you didn't have to fucking climb the rope in gym class. Uh, next week, we're going to learn long division, guys. Get ready for it. <laughs> Learning about Lincoln's assassination like <laughs> That's that. embarrassing. Like, come on. So, like, he finally gets... So, he he meets up with the, the boxing coach, and he's like, Hey, man, I think there's been some mistake. Somebody gave me a ton of money to come to this school, <laughs> and I've never boxed. And he's like... Yeah, well, your uh, cousin's a werewolf, and I'm pretty sure you're going to be a werewolf, too. This so, guy. So, uh, you know, you're my ace in the hole, pal. Talk about a last-ditch effort. <laughs> like, this coach doesn't have any clue how, like, the whole lycanthropy situation works. Like, in this movie, you know, in the world of these movies, it's like a family curse, yeah. a genetic thing, or whatever. Well, that's what I imagine the urgency behind this boxing match is, is that he's, like, nine grand into the shies or something like that. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, like... Somehow John Aston got pulled into it all, and like now he owns his he owns the his debt. Oh, his he, debt. he sold his debt. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. But how how is it like there? See, and here's why you need like a passing of the torch scene, like Chris said, because you need a scene where it's like maybe picking up right after the events of Teen Wolf, right? And yeah. like Michael J. Fox, they go off the basketball court because if I'm remembering right, that movie freeze frames on the yep. basketball yeah, court. He, he wins yeah, the, big after game. the win, right? Yeah. So it's like. They go to the the locker room and, you know, he's just like talking to the coach and he's like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And I got this cousin. You know, he's starting college next year, too. Mm -hmm. You know, and the guy's like, say, because otherwise, how is this coach hip to any other relatives that Michael J. Fox has? Does he have a private detective somewhere? Like, what is going on? (laughs) Is he just showing up at their house and asking them? And why is this high school basketball coach getting picked up in the first place by this university? He wasn't even a good high school basketball coach, and this is boxing! <laughs> like, again, he would either be the college basketball coach or nothing. Like, th- it's fine if you want to weave in some connections to your first movie. Sure. like Because we, we do have those sequels, right, where it's like nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Net 2.0, Wild Things yeah. 2, like all those but stupid Chud movies. Chud 2 by the Chud. Chud 2 by the Chud, exactly. And like and with Chud 2 by the Chud... They kind of, like, they just mention, like, a little part of it. Yep. And then the rest of it goes off on its own thing. With this, it's like, just have him be a teen wolf. And maybe he's doing research in the library one day. And it's like, oh, this other town also had a teen wolf. He was good at basketball, it turned out. Well, that's so interesting. You don't have to make them related. It's true. It's, you know, it's... You've actually done the work for yourself with the title. He's a Teen Wolf too. Done. <laughs> I don't need to know how or why. Or totally. He's a Teen Wolf as well. Exactly. No, We're it, all Teen Wolves. Well, I would like to think there's a little bit of Teen Wolf in all of us. Well, sure. Well, I'm just going to put that Only out. the good part. I think that's the point of the first movie. <laughs> so he's. He, we finally get to the first boxing match. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, there's the library flip out that happens. Oh, yeah. He loses his fucking shit because this this girl is like... 
takes the last book. It's his romantic interest takes the last book for right. the, sci- the the big fat science textbook. <laughs> Your body and you, or whatever. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, the way the basic, you know, levels of shit going at this college, they might be doing the family cycle program. 12th grade level science. Totally. No, it's mine. Here's how babies are made. <laughs> Take this book out. So she takes the last one. And he, he loses his mind. He free, freaks out. He's like, you know, I'm at this. Bo- I have this boxing scholarship. I don't know what the hell boxing is. I got this. I got that. He goes, I got this fat kid in my room eating me at a house at home. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> this fat kid. You know his name is Chubby. <laughs> also, he's 20 years older than you. Yeah, he really is. Chubby. <laughs> Has been at this college for a while. <laughs> it's so mean. Like, to throw that, like, that's the least of your problems. I'm sorry. Yeah, totally. Like, worry about the fact that you're on this free ride you don't deserve, and some dude told you he expects you to turn into a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a tall order. It really is. He's rooting for you to be a werewolf. So, yeah, he just starts screaming all this stuff. And, of course, this movie's, like, so terrible we're taking all these cheap like you know pot shot jokes like yeah. there's a librarian shushing joke uh, well the great thing is this this girl this nikki who's beautiful and like apparently really smart etc got a ton of things going for her. this guy's a dick to her from point a all the way to point z yep, yep. but she follows follows him around like a little puppy dog the whole movie and she's like hey you need a soda and they go outside they have this like sweet conversation instead of being like you know what Fuck you. You know, I didn't, I didn't ask for any of this. Seriously, if we're to believe that, like, we're all college freshmen here or whatever, this is like the first week of school. Yeah. I gotta be here for four years. Fuck you, dude. I'm not <laughs> wasting another second thinking about you. Milton is less attractive, but he looks me in the fucking eyes when I talk. <laughs> There's millions of dudes. She's got her pick of the litter, for sure. Totally. Make go get out there and make some mistakes. All and right. She, and uh, she's instead doing this, like, you know that we're meant to be together. <laughs> Todd, look! Shut up, Nikki. So, How about that? They make they make a, a plan to have a date at this at this banquet. Some, I guess, a welcome freshman kind of situation. No, it's another alumni event. This is one of those deleted so- storylines we were talking about. The possibility that this movie's actually like you know a solid hour and forty five minutes, and there's a whole other side plot of like. This lady who's like the head of the alumni association, they're getting all this money because what the the gala is is like, come say thank you to the people that gave you money for your scholarship. Yeah. So it's like all of these students on these rides are coming in oh, to see. be like, thank you, alumni, blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm going to do with your money. And then <laughs> it'd be great because he, he meets like the snooty lady. He's like, oh, hello. You're the boy with the boxing scholarship, is it? Looks awfully noodly for a boxer, eh, Dean? <laughs> You've got to be eating some more beef, young man. Yeah, totally. Interesting. Boxing scholarship. <laughs> oh, look at that boy with that boxing scholarship. There he is. <laughs> Just like those rednecks that follow him <laughs> from scene to scene. Dude, waiting have to collect their boxing scholarship. All you have to do is say boxing scholarship <laughs> and these guys come out of the shadows. And I kind of like the idea of her being like the villain mother. Like, go get them, boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like to watch. <laughs> She's like Margot Martindale in the second season yeah. of Justified. Just, yeah. Go get them, boys. <laughs> I'll be here with my poison cider. It's the Grissom gang. <laughs> <laughs> So, Looks like we got here a boxing scholarship. <laughs> Six dudes descend on him. Um, 
Yeah, so b- before we get to that, though, he does, like, have his first training sesh or whatever. Yeah. The yeah. scene starts with the coach is sitting there barefoot while the dean's dog's just licking his feet. It's gross. I don't need Stupid. to be seeing this gross. shit. A Teen Wolf movie? You know, the dog never gets his comeuppance. That usually happens in raucous co- college comedies where the dean has a dog, which I believe there's at least six. <laughs> Like the dog yeah. usually like gets a pill and passes out, or he or, falls in the pool by accident because oh no. he's chasing something. He usually a gets diarrhea, like more <laughs> often than not. Oh, yeah. eat up, Bruno. Yeah, exactly. a ball sack is going in that mouth. <laughs> yeah. No matter what, it, that dog is eating the scrotum. <laughs> yes, you know, it just like he eats chili and it's like bow doo doo bow bow. Oh yeah, and, and the just dog. Goes, and goes into a bush, and then there's just a huge explosion of fart sounds. Exactly. And yeah. steam. <laughs> like yeah. billows a of sm- steam. A smoke machine goes off, and this dog's just howling. I mean, we've all walked dogs in the cold. There, you, you have that moment when that dog's asshole starts steaming. Like, what am I doing with my life? It always, it's always a very centering moment when you're out in the woods, and a, some animal next to you's asshole is protruding heat. And I love dogs as much as the next guy, but it's just like, what am I doing with my life? I'm watching a dog's asshole steam up right now. Yeah, dude, you pass the time in interesting ways. <laughs> Whatever. We've all been there. Right into the We Hate Movies mailbag. So, like, John Aston comes in and he's like, so let me see my prize boxing scholarship. <laughs> Exactly. And Jason Bateman's doing some sparring with Chubbs, and he's like noodle arm Jason Bateman. This is totally definitely pre-puberty for him or something. Oh, big time. Oh, I don't think his voice dropped in this movie. Yeah, his voice is super high. He's like scrawny as anything, and it's like, oh, great. Yeah. I guess we got our super duper flyweight. So Chubbs, he's do he's doing like fake boxing with Chubbs. He's yeah. like, come on, you gotta make it look good. So I can apparently just keep this up for four years to come to this <laughs> school for free. He never thinks like, well, eventually I'm gonna have to fight in a match, like we're gonna go to tournaments or whatever. No, no, no. I'll just kind of fake practice fight for a while. That'll get me through the next four years of my life. And where is the rest of the boxing team like waking him up and being like, man, it's time for practice or yeah. man, it's time for hit the weights, hit dude. the weights, yeah, the exactly. weights. Well, that's the thing is like this coach is terrible and the team itself is kind of fairly terrible. Like yeah. when eventually we get to a point where they're doing like one of the first matches, everybody gets their ass kicked. Yeah, of course. They're, they're, just, a, bad, they're a poorly coached team. Totally. And I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Is eventually when he does like become the wolf, it's like he raises up. The whole Morale, team. And yeah. he's, he's, well, no, he starts fighting all the fights for the whole team. Oh, we'll get to that. It bothers me. Yeah. So, you know, then John Aston comes in and it's another threatening scene of like, you better do good or else that boxing scholarship's getting taken away. <laughs> so he's like, and by the way, Wolfman, <laughs> you know, you better be at this alumni gala. That's happening at two o'clock in the afternoon, like later that day. Sure. It's so like, why can't you set this at night? Make it like an actual gala. And this is a shitty luncheon with no more than thirteen extras <laughs> in like what looks like the basketball court. It's, oh yeah, yeah, it is. It's it is. so cheap. <sighs> it's so cheap. Like you can't even get a good reception hall 
<sighs> this movie sucks. Well, I mean, what, did, what are you going to give him? Bologna sandwich? Like, Dude, the food that you see in this this scene looks disgusting, too. Everything oh, about jellos this. And like, stuff. Oh. There's a shot. So he goes he goes with the lady friend. It's a date. They're on a date. They say they're on a date. Yeah, right. And, you know, they go, and it's like, oh, let me introduce you to this person, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, John Aston starts pulling some funky shit because he's like, hey, two bimbos that are under my thumb somehow. Get over here. And he's like, now you go over there and you pay attention to that boy. You're going to dance with him. And you're not going anywhere because you're next. <laughs> and it's just like throwing these like babes on him for whatever reason. It's really strange because like you hate him anyway. Like, you totally. Know I mean? And he hasn't done anything. Like, yeah. You have shockingly never seen his boxing record. You've never seen tape of him boxing. It's almost as if he's never boxed a day in his life. So... This is when he gets his first erection, I guess, in his life. His first ever erection. Because the, he, you know, the, the, the hot babe, uh, I don't know what her name is in this movie. What Lisa. her character? Lisa. Lisa Goldflust. <laughs> That's a great name. So she, she starts dancing with him. She's like, I don't want to do this, but my dad said I have to dance. And he's like, yeah. oh, man. And his, like, <laughs> his, his hands start to change. And he's like, totally. oh, shit, she's getting up c- c- close to me. And in true shitty comedy fashion where there's like not enough money to pay other characters, Styles is yep. a waiter at this thing. Sure. And Chubbs is playing tuba <laughs> in like whatever quartet they have. Which is a fact. Guy joke because why isn't he playing the guitar? You know, it's, he's got exactly it. right. <laughs> you just see him because he, they're like, because the two of them, right, are like helicopter friending him right now because Styles is just seeing dollar signs yeah, yeah. and it's just like, we have to monitor him because yeah. the second he starts turning into the wolf, we got to get those t shirts pressed, <laughs> you know, or I guess break the t shirts out of storage. I'd like to <laughs> oh, think that definitely breaking the t shirts. That's, yeah. you know, that's what it is. He's got all this inventory. He's got to move. Totally. He's been burned by the left. <laughs> His friend was murdered. He's got <laughs> he's got to get you know get the stuff offloaded, or he's he, losing he, too large. He had to add two to all the other t-shirts, <laughs> dude. It's just like your regular Teen Wolf t-shirt, and then Styles. There's a scene where he's just writing two and a black sharpie on all of it. He's just got scotch tape. He's just making a T <laughs> and an O. So he gets a hard boner, right? Like totally, like anybody won. else would in this situation. The right hardest, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> he just, he f- he turns into his caveman werewolf, and yep. everyone's like, "Ew, he's like a dog," as opposed to, "Oh my god!" Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you, you saw know anyone transform into anything in front of you, I know that he's not as intimidating as a werewolf as, like, you know, I don't know what mo- Monster Squad or something. Yeah, that werewolf wasn't that intimidating. No, you're right. no. Like a sca- like American werewolf yeah, in London. Yeah, that, that, that you see that, I can understand being shit in your fucking rompers, man. So we're at this this thing. He's your freaking jaw out. would drop. You wouldn't be like, oh, yeah. ew, that's gross, or let's make fun of that kid. You'd be like, oh, my God, it's a monster. Get me the Ghostbuster. On the other <laughs> side of that, sure, your jaw would be ripped off. Yes. Because he's a fucking werewolf. Well, he's a party-loving werewolf. Oh, fucking fine. Well, he's it- a teen wolf, dude. But he's got to eat some. I'm sorry, he has to eat somebody. Some blood's got to get in that mouth. Yeah, I mean, would that ruin the comedy? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> At the very least, like, to Chris's point, he needs to eat like a raw steak or yeah. something. Yes, like, exactly. Something. You know, to deal with the because like it's nothing. He doesn't have to deal with anything other than the fact that he's better at things. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really there's nothing wrong with him turning in the to the wolf and like there's no struggle to it other than he kind of becomes an asshole, but not really. But the other thing too is like where in the first movie Michael J. Fox is like unhappy that this is happening at first. He's scared. He's confused. Yeah. 
Jason Bateman, I guess because he's heard all about <laughs> dead cousin Scott and yeah. the family tradition, he's just like, ah, the fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it is kind of like, ah, oh, shit, now i got to change schools. Yeah, now yeah. Oh, I'm a werewolf. I ah, guess I'll drop out. Maybe go back to Wolfington. And, you know, Styles tries to like be like, dude, this is it. Trust me, everybody's going to love this. And he's like, why? <laughs> why would anyone really care about me being a werewolf? He's like, I know everything that's going to happen. You might say I've done this exact same thing before. <laughs> like, first, first step is discovery. Second step is acceptance. Third step is T-shirts. Get those T-shirts made. I'm a little bit more hairy. I'm a little faster, and I'm a little stronger. What? I'm a freak show. I am an <laughs> attraction at a circus. But that's I, it. The girl gets freaked out, right? Yeah. She gets grossed out, and it's like, oh, that's great. And then, like, people start talking about him at school, and they're like, you know that guy turned into a dog? I don't know what his problem is. Dude, I wrote down <laughs> the exact same thing. It's amazing, because he's walking down his hallway, like, in the dorm, and there's some asshole on a payphone, yeah. and he bumps into him, and he's like, oh, sorry. And then the guy goes back on the phone, and it's just an extra with some bad ADR. Yeah, yeah. Totally not a character, and you just hear him say that. <laughs> I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> what is pro- he's a- his problem? His problem is a werewolf. <laughs> he's a monster. You've never heard of that. That's got to be shocking to you. This whole campus is like... That guy's a dog. They put fleas on him in class or whatever as a prank. They like, give no. Well, no, they itchy ants. Yes, oh, that's okay. that, that's to get him back. No, that's when he becomes an asshole. Okay, uh, but when uh, they do put a fucking dog ball in front of his door, which yeah. great, great. Oh, job. that is that is kind of school ties. Totally, yeah. that's a coward's moment. Yeah. I thought it was fleas in the in the Abraham lecture, the Abraham Lincoln lecture when they put it near his foot. Yeah. yeah, and then it goes up his leg. And he, yeah, that's, please. That's before. No, that's when they just think that he's, they just know he's a wolf and they don't think it's cool oh, yet. Oh, I just, Nobody oh, thinks okay. it's cool yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because the, because, like, the two babes are in that class and then there's, like, the guy who's, like, a bully. Yeah. And, you know, and they're, like, fucking with him and they're like, hey, we found this Petri dish full of fleas. And they're like, wouldn't it be hilarious if we just had these bugs just crawl all over this kid? Like, it's fucking horrible. Hey, let's tempt that monster. He hasn't <laughs> killed anybody yet. Let's just poke at him. Let's poke that dog with a stick. And honestly, that's a, that's a motto for anyone out there who encounters a teen wolf, man. Yeah. Fuck around and get hurt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you better be best buds with that teen wolf because he'll rip your throat out. You don't, know what, you don't know him from anybody. Exactly. Like, thankfully, the two instances of cinematic teen wolves, they've been, like, pretty level-headed guys. What if it was some, like, roided-out football player who then turned out to be a teen wolf? Oh, Uh-oh. Double trouble right there. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of roided-out, we go to the first boxing match. Oh, jeez. Yeah, like, it, it, I guess the rules are very similar to wrestling where, you know... My five guys will fight your five guys one after another. Whoever wins the most right. wins the yeah. match. We're using points. Yeah, we're using yes. points per per fight, and you know everybody's losing. And all of a sudden, it's 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 Todd's turn. And wouldn't you know it? He turns into a Teen Wolf during. The, he's not trying to <laughs> yeah. because he doesn't think it's cool yet, and he does, and he beats it. A disqualified. So he he gets he gets all, all like horned up or whatever and he's excited like angry cuz he's getting hit, you know. And he turns into a teen wolf and everything stops and like the guy the guy's fighting is terrified. The ref's like goes to both coaches and he's like you want to keep fighting? Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Either A, get that kid to a hospital, or B, put a bullet in his head. Yeah, totally. Because like the 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 visiting coach is yeah. like, of course I want to stop the fight. <laughs> and the the like the home team coach, like our coach, is like, 
no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Or go find the Zucker brothers, because that's the only place <laughs> where something like this should just be acted like, oh, whatever. It's just, I mean, and I, I get it, everybody, right? Like, that's we have joke. to accept that yeah. this is the world, and it's just, it's gonna happen. But at least one person has to be, like, standing up in that gymnasium, like, you know what? This isn't right, and just leaves. <laughs> there has to be at least one character in this movie who's like, this because is kind of fucked up. Here's the thing, though. In the first movie, it's basketball. And being a werewolf isn't really a competitive advantage in, in basketball. Maybe it'll make you faster. Yes. You can dunk. You, know, you could dunk. You won't get, take as many, quite as many hard fouls, you know. Right. Whatever. <laughs> However, if you're... If your whole thing is to fight someone in a ring, being a werewolf is a huge competitive advantage. Yeah. And let me tell you something. For the first time, you fully, fully, fully turn into a werewolf. Yeah. Like, he doesn't go full werewolf at the dinner. Yeah. Because he runs out. Yeah. The first time this happens to you and you have to be in a fight, you're telling me you're in complete control yes. of all your faculties? Oh, the mi- he, it, nothing changes. Yeah. He goes from there to the he, nothing happens. He's just good at boxing. And he's just <sighs> like, okay. Like, and I think it would be a huge competitive advantage in like a UFC kind of Oh, fight. yeah. You're oh, sure. And, and this, <laughs> but like this, it's like you got like regulations. You got all the You just, I mean, you... Presumably, as a werewolf, you would just beat the shit out of this person and then eat them. Now, here's my thing about turning into a werewolf mid-boxing match. Sure. Okay? From what I know about boxing, when you are, you know, strapped in there with those mitts on, right? you got your boxing gloves on. Those things are on there tight. They're taped down. Yeah. Yeah. When you all of a sudden grow huge, big werewolf hands in your werewolf fingernails... Like, he's still just hilariously, like, they put him in a little bit of a bodysuit, so he's got some bulk, but then he still just has these hilarious little boxing gloves on. Like, yeah. no, your hand's breaking out of those things. And you're cutting this guy's face open. Absolutely. Yes. This guy's dead meat and that you're you know, going to eat. He wins the match, and everyone's like, say, we like this, Teen Wolf. Yeah, and the coach is just like, saved my job. <laughs> and this is when, this, th- all of that was the first act. The second act is two Oingo Boingo songs. We might as well cut to the third. Yes. Because <laughs> now we're in a montage of Oingo. Like, he starts winning all these fights. Yep. Uh, you know, Styles is selling all the T-shirts back. He got, got those out of storage. I cleared <laughs> out fucking... all the pennants. Yeah. Yeah, totally. He's selling everything. I'll say oh, wait, this. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. Well, the one thing I just wanted to point out, there's one scene that is truly terrible because it is... Just it's a complete knockoff of the first movie. This is what I want to talk about. Yeah, I forgot about this. The singing and dancing because he's a fucking Teen Wolf and he's got to be singing and dancing. This is such a D level version of the same stuff that happens in the first movie, where they're like, "Okay, now we're going to go to this frat party," and Styles and Chubbs and 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 the Teen Wolf and Todd go to this party, and he's as the wolf and he's got a suit on, and somehow Styles has <laughs> he looks like, like cocaine werewolf. This whole movie, yeah. by the oh, way, like yeah, it's like a slim suit with a tie. Oh yeah, no, he looks like a real scumbag. <laughs> And they just like they get up there, and he's like, "All right, everybody, it's the moment you've been waiting for. My best friend in the whole world, Todd the Wolf." And then they just start singing, "Do you love me?" And this is some of the worst ADR. Jason Bateman is barely singing the words to this song, yeah. and he's just dancing around. It's this big number, but in such a cheap, 
limited capacity. It's so <laughs> pathetic. It's pathetic, but also, dude, I am leaving this party. The, the second someone's like, all right, everybody, no, no, stop what you're doing. He's going to do a routine. It's like, hey, you want to go smoke weed somewhere? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hey, we're in college. Can we go do anything else? And Does anyone want cocaine? Let's go have some weird sex. Let's yeah. go find ourselves. Oh, that asshole's going to sing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be this asshole's coronation. You know what I mean? Like, like everyone else, everyone else at this party is like, who's that fucking guy? Oh, I don't know. He did some shit at that boxing tournament. No one went to. Bo- what, this school's got a boxing team. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, what? do you want to go smoke weed? Why is he in a Halloween costume? No, no, he's a werewolf. Wait, been, what the? That's fuck? the guy I was telling you about. Motherfucker looks like he should be shot by Riggs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Like, really? Get him out of here. I'm going to go smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> there is. I mean, also, it's 1987. There's no text messaging. There's no internet. Word does not travel that fast. Werewolf or no. Yes. Like, it's barely hours later. And it is a very ill-attended boxing match. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it's, it's a win. Who cares if the boxing team won or if they won by werewolf-related circumstances? And they won <laughs> once. <laughs> It's totally. one win. And everyone's like, oh, my God, it's a fucking werewolf. <laughs> and like a grab it all over him. And it's like, you know what? Dude, he's getting molested on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, God. And it's just, you know, he's dancing. It's terrible. There's a lot of synchronized dancing for some reason. Oh, yeah, choreography. Just choreography. Yeah, oh, my Lord. Oh, man. It's so stupid. Like this movie. You know what movie? You don't get to do that. No, you, you don't. don't get to do that. And then, like, Chubbs is kind of just up on this balcony, and he's kind of like the DJ or some shit. There's a dude who's just playing guitar for no reason. Yep. Yep. Just this white guy just, like, jamming out yeah, on this yeah, guitar yeah, to, yeah, I guess, yeah. flush out the scene. It's so pathetic. Well, that goes to the Animal House thing. Yeah. I no guess drinking so. in this movie. No drinking or drugs. As we, I mean, like, but. That's what I want to see. Like, I don't know why this has to be a family comedy because sex is all over it. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's gross. <laughs> it's, it, which we're, we're oh yeah, to, let's just get right to it because it's the montage is going on. We're seeing a, he's getting all all this stuff, and what he's definitely getting are girls whilst a werewolf. Yeah, there yes. is, so like what winds up happening is like he's spending all of his time with these two babes yeah. who are like totally attracted to him now that he's a werewolf that yeah. happens in the first movie too yeah. and it's weird it's and weird I don't, it's bestiality right it's got to be like it's absolutely it's sexually progressive women i mean yeah, th- yeah i'll fuck it- that dog it's 1987 <laughs> i'll fuck that dog so yeah so i mean it's the same track as the other movie like he starts being a dickhead to his friends and everything but so then there's a scene where styles is like oh i'm gonna go into my dorm room and he hears like some shenanigans going on by the way on the door right now are two Bumper stickers. One yep. says Teen Wolf number one, and the other one says Wolf Crazy. You think I'm going <laughs> to hang out with this dickhead? No. He's got this... his own bumper stickers on his fucking door? No, this dude is so in love with himself. Like, let's find another werewolf to hang out with. I mean, honestly. I know he's got great coke, but you know what? Let's go someplace else. <laughs> I was trying to find... There's an Adam Arkin movie where he's also a werewolf. Oh, uh, Full Moon High. Full Moon High, which I think is more of like a like partying, sexy werewolf okay. movie. Um, but so so Styles like goes to the door and he's they're like oh Styles and then like the girl comes to the door yeah. and she's like oh hey Styles go away <laughs> and closes the door and notice how Todd doesn't come to the door you want to know why everybody because Todd is still the wolf having sex with two women yep yep it's, and it's an orgy it's an implied orgy you don't want to have this guy drinking Jack and Cokes but you'll have him sleep with two women at once oh absolutely werewolf three way dude. You never That's want- what you call the full moon. Here's the problem with comedies is like this is because 
you can never be in a situation where you're one door swing away from being a Cronenberg movie. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you're right. That you would just sour your comedy. You, meet, you see inside that door, you are scarred for life. Totally. And thank God Styles doesn't get a peek in. No. No, he, he would he'd never go on. He'd never be the same ever again. Never get an erection he again. Goes, <laughs> he goes to Chubb's room, though, and I have to say this because he goes to Chubb's room, and Chubb's has his own bumper sticker on the door. Oh, yeah, he sure Which does. says, when in doubt, pig out. Like, you know what, Chubbs? <laughs> Why don't you try and get laid, like, once? Totally. Fat guys can get laid, Absolutely. man. It happens. It, you, you're totally fine. You <laughs> just have to stop announcing to the world as loud as you can that you're overweight. Totally. Just, My like, name's Derek. Not, could you stop calling me Chubbs? It's fucking college. Uh, that's another I'm, thing. I'm pre-med at this me point. Derek? Yeah. Let, me, let me tell you something. That's what doesn't make any sense about what's happening in this movie right like when bateman walks through that door and he's like oh hey styles oh hey chubbs chubbs immediately has to bite back i am in college now it's derek chubbs is dead (laughs) chubbs has been dead i am derek and a lot of people like hanging out with derek (laughs) so yeah it's whatever his friends hate him the girl hates him at this point styles is like oh i've created a monster (laughs) and you know what this movie deserves but it doesn't do he should just look at the camera and go Again. <laughs> because that's what he should say. You're totally right. And then it's just... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, is that a boxing scholarship? No, that's... <laughs> yeah, did someone say boxing scholarship? No, get out of here. <laughs> and then, of course, there's a send me an angel montage. Well, th- th- that's that's coming up because he has to learn. That's the third act. So the second oh, act my. is literally these two montages where he gets... It's kind of like this bullshit, like... um actual uh critique of the ncaa he gets a lot of money he gets a car from where is john aston getting this porsche i don't know and he's he's sweating enough as it is i don't think he's making the mistake of giving a a college athlete a car dude he bought the coach's debt he's in with the mafia And they're like they're setting this kid up. Yeah. He's gonna have to take a fall at some point. It's gonna oh, be on the waterfront. The, dude, it's a boxing movie. How are you not doing a thing where a werewolf has to take a fall? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, no, dude, there's so much action on that werewolf, you'd clean up. <laughs> Who's gonna bet against a werewolf? That's you're totally right. And I mean, how is the NCAA not getting involved and being like, oh, wait a minute, that's a werewolf? Like, don't Put red flags like like you're right. Don't give them the car because you don't want that shit. You don't want any kind of governing body near this school. But not even as far as like the gifts. Like those dickheads flip out when a kid gets a free tattoo for an autograph. Yes, which is insane nonsense. Yes, yeah. but when they get wind that there's a fucking werewolf on a <laughs> boxing team, somebody is saying something down at the league <laughs> office. You don't think that's making the papers come on? I don't understand it. And I mean, I know, again, pre-internet or whatever, but they no, were reporting. No. There's a fucking phone that works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess David Remnick would be there already with the profile at this point. <laughs> but, like, back then, somebody's down there. New York Times has got some guy down there. <laughs> there yeah, there was smart sports back then. You're absolutely right. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, also, um, at one point, John Aston's like, oh, he gives him the car, and he's like... Think about it. First, it's na- first it's uh, regionals, then it's nationals, then it's the Olympics. Think about your future. Like, where could this even lead? No, and you're not getting into the Olympics. I'm sorry. Nope. No. Maybe this college, this regional college horseshit. You're maybe getting to nationals. Possibly. You're never getting into the Olympics. A werewolf will never be featured on the world athletic stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, no way. 
There's another humiliating Styles or uh, uh, Chubbs thing that I just wanted to point out. When Styles does go to like see him, and he's like, "Hey, isn't our friend an asshole? I've created a monster." Blah blah blah. Chubbs is like sleeping, uh-huh. and he comes and he's like, "Yo, Chubbs, what's going on?" And the response is. <laughs> It's just like a fat man farting in his sleep. Just how fucking humiliating. And that's, that's definitely ADR. That wasn't in the script. That's no. not the scene that Chubbs, the no. actor, signed no, on No, no, no. That was inspiration. <laughs> yeah. But then that's... <laughs> you know what? This scene isn't working. I don't know. Should we cut it? I could put a fart in it. Well, what's great is when Styles comes in, like he sits down and he's like, ugh. Chubbs. I think what happened was they told everybody but Chubbs. So like between cuts, the actor was like, "Hey man, why did why does you know why do they have your character come in and say woof Chubbs? Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is a bad script, man. We all know this is a bad script. Who knows what these guys are thinking? It's Am take, I right? It's taking odd turns. I mean, yeah. don't, wouldn't you say so I yourself? If I was you, I wouldn't even watch the finished cut. I wouldn't even bother. <laughs> And then, of course, Chubbs goes to the premiere, and it's like, <laughs> oh, come on! A fucking fart noise! I turned that joke down three times! <laughs> Put it in anyway. <laughs> Read your contract, Chubbs! There is, in this, in this montage, the only thing I want to touch on in this montage, because it gets really dangerous, <laughs> is he's driving around in this sports car with Chubbs. Yeah. Chubbs is getting in on it because he's dressed like Miami Vice, smoking a cigar. Yeah. Sure. And they're driving around in this Ferrari or whatever it is, this convertible. And Jason Bateman totally runs down this bicyclist. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like there's a guy in a bike and he's like, a bike, that's for pussies. And he just runs this dude off the road. I was like, come on, wolf. Vehicular manslaughter? Vehicular wolf slaughter? Come on. <laughs> Something. Something. It's just so, it's so like not what the rest of this character is. Like he's an asshole, but he's not like. Running a dude down in the street, kind of. No, asshole. he's just the kind of asshole who like has to flirt with every woman who looks at him. We and and have orgies. So and, and this, just plain old have orgies. Now we're in the third <laughs> act, and the girl is like, "Oh, you know, you 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 missed so many classes at, at, at the professor's thing, and blah blah blah." Remember when you liked science? And he's like. <laughs> Sorry, lady. Science isn't cutting it anymore. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> and she's like, okay, whatever. And instead of being like, wow, that guy's an asshole. Let me talk to him. She's, she's like on him. She's trying to be his conscience. Yeah. They've kissed once in this movie. Yeah. it's And she's like, she keeps saying shit like, I know you feel about me the way I feel about you. And I'm like, clearly not. No. no. Like, he's fucking these two women after this frat party. You're home drinking Ecto Cooler. <laughs> Like, come on! <laughs> the best thing is, he, she's like, you know, these people are going to use you. You're, you're, you're wasting your life. Blah blah blah. And he says, "What is a great put down?" And I want to use it at one point. He goes, "You're wrong, and I'm late." And he just leaves. <laughs> oh no, no yeah. it's I'm late and you're wrong. That's right. Yeah, I'm late and you're wrong. <laughs> Man, just sick of that is fantastic. Do that at work. That's my dream is to do that at work. Like I'm late and you're wrong, and then walk out. Oof. <laughs> That's a, a quit when you quit. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like you walk in, you say, "I'm quitting." They try to talk to you, say, yeah. "I'm late and you're wrong." And then <laughs> I you... mean, I don't understand how she didn't instantly burst into flames because that is getting burnt by the sun. <laughs> it really, is. it's on. Un- I was like, "Ooh, Teen Wolf! Holy shit!" <laughs> they should have cut back to her where she's like, "Oh." Um, that, that afterburn where you're like, I, there I, is nothing. <laughs> like she just is... lightly holds onto a garbage can for <laughs> just to steady herself. 
It's true, though, because <laughs> when you get burned that bad, your brain, your synapses are going nuts because this guy jumped up. You're so up, pissed, ooh. but you're paralyzed with anger? Oh, it's just the worst. I'm late and you're wrong. That's Oof. a good one. Oh, that's good. Good tattoo idea. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know what turns him. Uh, is it when the no the uncle comes back and the he's uncle like, oh. says stop being an asshole, so he stops being an asshole. Yeah. I mean, really, that's it. And I mean, like, <laughs> it's stupid because, like, first of all, like, just as much as she has no claim to him, he was never friends with Styles. Like, Styles is like, hey, buddy, and he's like, ah, oh, you're kind of gross. Yeah. And then he's like, oh man, I lost Styles. Like, nobody gives a fuck. Like, talk about a boon. Yeah. You, yeah. you shook off Styles. Strip yourself of all these people. This well, shook a buck off of you. Chubbs is a good friend. Chubbs is, Chubbs yeah, is a good yeah, friend. The only thing Chubbs asked for was a ride in that car and a nice Cuban cigar. He does wind up leaving him on the side of the road, by the way. But that, you know, that's neither. Uh, he's, a, he's a jerk. He's a werewolf. What are you going to do? That's what <laughs> those, those werewolves do. But so then, yeah. So we get those two Oingo Boingo montages. She says, "You're a dickhead." The sickest burn in the history of cinema happens, and then there's another montage after the uncle comes back, and it's just the "You're my angel." Send and me she, an angel. Yes, yeah, send me an. She's and it was used in the Wizard not long after. Much better. Yeah, and she's just like, I'm, "I'll help you study." Like well, they, the professor's like, "What? What am I missing? What are you saying?" No. Because two things are going to happen tomorrow. Oh, One right. is his final for the class. The biology final. For the biology final so he could be great at science and be the science king. I want to be a veterinarian. And the other one is the last match with his rival. His romantic rival. His romantic rival, this guy made out of granite who we haven't touched <laughs> on. But he's just he's the same thing as the first movie, but he's this enormous guy that is clearly really good at boxing. And the team that they keep fighting, which is kind of hilarious, is just some military academy. Yep. Over over and over and over again. <laughs> That's the only team that they fight. It's so weird. Like, you just see all these dudes in, like, cadet uniforms, like, yeah, fucking get him, Rocco. And yeah. you're just like, okay. And what? then he, he fought him once, or he didn't fight him once. They fought that team once, and now they're going to fight him again at the end, and that's right. what's going to happen tomorrow. And this is how detached this movie is from the whole werewolf reality of it all. <laughs> <laughs> is that when when Sir Granite yeah. is, like, making fun of him, like, because he, he catches uh, the wolf with his girlfriend, Lisa... Well, playing mini golf, yeah. Playing mini golf. Oh, right. And he says, I can't believe it. You're dating a freshman. <laughs> Not you're dating a monster. That's a pretty good joke. I'll be honest. <laughs> That's a pretty good burn. That's a pretty good joke. Then the non-werewolf teenager, this guy who's cut from stone, crushes a golf ball <laughs> in his hands and throws it at Jason Bateman. I'd be freaked out even as a werewolf. Like, dude, that guy's cut. Like, holy shit, I can't do that. And I'm a fucking werewolf. <laughs> What's unbelievable. So he's like, oh, I got to fight him in the big match tomorrow. And like the uncle comes out. And he's like, well, first of all, don't be a werewolf. And he's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. He's like, no, don't worry. It does. <laughs> if there was ever a reason to be a werewolf one last time, <laughs> exactly. it's to fight this dude that's going to kill you. Look here. I watched the last movie. Did you? <laughs> I know how this is supposed to end. <laughs> the uncle, by the way, something on IMDb is that. He went. Uh, they got some information from Teen Wolf Con that that man was in attendance. Oh no! Yeah, he's going to all the Teen Wolf Cons. Yeah. How many <laughs> Teen Wolf Cons happen across the United States every year? Now Two. more than ever, I would say, because now you got the, you got like a whole a whole new crop, right? Right. But oh, this, yeah. well, I yes. have a feeling. Teen now, Wolf Con twenty fifteen, the new blood. But but this is my question though. With that, because that's like. A serious show. Yeah, it's yeah. a you know it's Sexy. a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. 
I have a feeling that's more like we're going to make announcements at Comic-Con. Like, that's a big yeah, deal. No. These are two movies from the 80s that nobody gives if, a shit about. If you, if you look like a Nolan movie, then yeah, you're going to be at Comic-Con. You're not going <laughs> to be at, you know. But maybe there is a Teen Wolf Con, and there's like... It, it it just it's really sad. Like that guy shows up one time. He's like, "Hey, that's right. I was the dad in both Teen Wolf movies." Yeah. And like, oh no, we're not doing that, Teen Wolf. Sorry, because <laughs> well, that one's in Missouri. And he's like, "But but 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 I got all the I got the plane ticket." Like, yeah, I'm sorry, and you're late. And he walks away, <laughs> and it's like, "Oh no, I got burned. Fucking burned by my own movie." <laughs> Also, the reverse of that that's kind of sadder is the the Teen Wolf cons that he's supposed to be at. They constantly reserve two tables that are always empty. A table for Michael J. Fox and a table from any (laughs) cast member from the super successful MTV show. Yeah. Maybe they'll show up this year. No. no. Maybe it'll be a vine. Maybe we'll have a vine. <laughs> Dude, it's and and honestly, there's another table for Jason Bateman, all collecting oh, yeah. dust. Mm-hmm. All just collecting dust. Honestly, you could probably get both styles. Chubbs is there. Chubbs In is the definitely. 90s, John Aston had a table. Yeah. <laughs> Before he passed on, he had a table. John Aston Memorial Table. <laughs> he's not dead. Is he not? I thought well, <laughs> No, he's still very much alive. He's just not going to Teen Wolf Convention. No. <laughs> He's still alive. He's going to Adam's conventions, Adam's con. <laughs> um, so whatever. Now, but now we get this. Like, send it's, me an angel studying montage, yes. and this is the this is the best kind of studying montage ever because it's, it's studying, studying, studying. <laughs> Let's take a break to have unprompted sex for the first time as a couple, and yeah. then I'll get back to studying. <laughs> It's so awesome. He looks at his watch like, whoops, six o'clock. Yeah. It's amazing because it's this sexy song and it's studying and you're you're like, well, that doesn't go together. And then she's like, she's helping him. Like, this is the, the fact she's doing like cute cards. And then she's just rubbing his shoulder and it's like, say, yep. is that a pretty cool song? Let's go for this. Yeah. <laughs> I've been listening to this for a while, and I've been trying to keep my emotions down. But I think I'm about to turn yeah, into I, a teen wolf if we don't do something I'm about this. I'm wolfing out here. And, you know, here's the question. We, we do find out that he has really good control over being a teen wolf. Can he keep it down whilst having sex? I mean, we don't know, and I want that teen wolf sex scene. Yeah. Well, I want it now more than ever. Well, because... <laughs> It's less controllable in the first one. Yes, yeah. This one, he's got com- complete command over it. It's a license. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I have a feeling. I would like to think that Jason Bateman keeps it in control. Yeah. Yet chooses to wolf out in the bedroom. <laughs> he's like, I don't have to do this, but I'm cool with it if you are. <laughs> and then she's competing with those two other babes, so she's like, well, I have to. Yeah, yeah. this is what he's into. I guess yeah, this is what everybody's fine. doing these days. Exactly. Every right. girl my age is sleeping with a teen wolf. Yeah, totally. You know, people in my class are fucking dogs. I have to fuck a dog. Hey, like, if I love the man, I have to love his monster alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mother told me. What's amazing, too, is um, there's some nonsense that the professor says about, like, when they're asking her, like, oh, do you think we can make up the test? And she's like, well, I only have till 3 o'clock because I have to send them in or something like yeah. that. And she's like, well, the test takes exactly three hours, so you'll be fine. I was like, what? 
right, I guess so. Sure. And, and he goes, he takes the test, he gives it to her. It's great because like she's like his academic advisor and she's the one who's hurt the most because he's got so much science promise. Right. Yeah. And she's he gives her the test and she's like, I don't know how I did, but I hope I passed the class. She looks at it for three seconds and goes, You uh, looks like you have at least enough here to pass. I'm like, what? Because he finished it? So uh, you're telling me you just glanced at a test that takes three hours to complete <laughs> and were able to glean that he passed the class? Well, as we find out, it's wolf nepotism. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that's what we'll, let's get just get right Because he's like, all right, I got to go because the real end of the movie's coming on. And obviously, school doesn't matter. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, he's like, it's what everybody came here to see. Boxing. <laughs> wolf boxing. <laughs> And John Aston comes up to him and says, you better be a fucking teen wolf in this next shot. And he's like, uh, I don't know. And he's like, well, if you don't, I'm going to. Uh, he, he threatens him the most bizarre way possible. He's like, if you don't, you're out of this school. And I'll tell you another thing. You'll be out of this school, and I'll, I'll call every dean I know, and you'll be out of every college in the was, country. Was I the only one who thought about the Society of the Cross Keys? Yes, in the Grand Budapest <laughs> Hotel. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Like him calling every Bob Balaban picks up, Bill totally. Murray picks up. <laughs> It's so stupid. What do you mean you're going to call every dean, you idiot? That's what's, that's just one of those hilarious teacher empty threats. Like, what's going on your permanent record? Yeah, okay. Fucking every dean, you stupid <laughs> idiot. So then the teacher comes up to John Aston and she's like, hey, quit fucking around with that werewolf. And then she gets the red eyes and the audience goes, ah! <laughs> and then she walks away and it's just the sexy teen wolf tale. But that's the thing. He doesn't have a tail. Michael J. Fox never had a tail. Is she like a mink? Like what is what is she that has a tail? I don't know. But isn't there isn't there a tail in the second movie or the first movie? I don't remember. No a tail. one. There's no one in that movie that has a tail. The mom, somebody. I don't know. I, I guess I was just always thinking about this movie with yes. the tail. Yeah, because that's a, a very, quite Maybe. famous shot. If there is such a thing. Yeah, totally. Because she turns around and she's got the tail sashaying. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. What yeah, is it's, what. So what, like a fox, maybe? I don't, I don't know. Like, why Why does he not have a tail and she does do wolf? We've never seen a female teen wolf, so maybe that's what's going on? I don't know, but Professor Fox is also probably the name of a porno movie of some kind. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> so whatever, it's this boxing, and it's just it's the longest, most boring boxing scene. For a movie that features a lot of boxing, there's bad boxing footage in this yeah. movie. There was a guy that's credited as, like, the boxing coach, that poor bastard just working with these people. Well, here, you can't just... You can't fake it. There's been so much good boxing on film. Yeah. yeah. It's you, it's tough to do boxing, man. It really is. I've seen Raging Bull. You're out of luck. Yeah. Totally. I've seen... I mean, honestly, some of those movies are bad, but the boxing in all of the Rocky movies is always on par. It's always fantastic. The fighter is great. Like, yeah. Great boxing shots. You know, it's, it, it's not easy to do, and it's... You can't just throw show two people fighting each other and be like, ah, it's boxing, right? You can't whip each other with wet noodles for 30 minutes. And again, it goes back to why you use boxing. I guarantee you it's much easier to film baseball. Yeah. It's much easier to film a dull baseball game. I still think it's much easier to do a football. Just get a bunch of extras to play the other players. Cut out sports. No one <laughs> no one is no one from the first movie is like, oh man, I wish there was more sports in Teen Wolf. Like Teen Wolf 2 is fine, but why wasn't he playing a sport? <laughs> That's what I came here for. Exactly. I didn't come here for wolf antics. I came here for sports. <laughs> sports, 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 sports. <laughs> why on earth would you have sports in this movie? So they, they box and he's like, I promise myself I'm not gonna be a teen wolf for no reason again. And this guy is enormous. He's the undertaker. Yeah. Totally. He's humongous. Totally. And he's 
Jason Bateman's friggin' Mighty Mac. And he's just getting this shit kicked at him for, for like 12 rounds. Just sloshed. It's horrible. No blood, because there's no blood in this movie at all. So Just not... a, a lot of fake spit, though. Yes, yep. exactly. And <laughs> he's getting the crap kicked at him the whole match, and then, like, he gets knocked to the to the mat at one time, and, like, his eyes are glowing red because he's getting so pissed off. And the girl in the audience, his girlfriend mouths, I love you, and it calms him. Not only does it calm him down, Andrew, he gets up and wins the match. Totally. Out of nowhere. Totally. For no reason. Yeah. There was never any, like, the da- the uncle was like, hey, look, which do the old secret Howard move where I sash to the right and then get him. Or, Dude. Or something. The advice that the uncle gives during the match, like, first he looks at the uncle, and the guy just, like, takes a, he, like, makes a fist and just kind of. Puts it up like to his face a little bit. Yeah. I was like, "What kind of tip is that? What? Wasn't I just doing that?" <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, here's a tip. Hit him. <laughs> but yeah, she says, "I love you." He gets up, beats the shit out of him, just like someone on the other side of the TV screen with a controller was hitting A and B really fast, <laughs> and he stood back up and beat the shit out of this guy. And it doesn't make any sense because, like, this guy has been pounding Michael uh, yep. Jason Bateman. Oh, he's for an hour. Me. Yeah, and he gets all of this extra energy. And beats the crap out of this guy. Like, is the idea, is it the Homer Simpson effect? Steve, Steve, where Steve. he <laughs> exasperated all his energy beating him up? Totally. Steve, it's the love fist. Oh, he love fisted him. <laughs> they love fisted him. Yeah. Love in the you, face. You know what? Stop trying to push love fist. Dude, nobody wants to buy your album, okay? <laughs> Chris Cabin's love fist. Wait, volume one or volume two? Two. We all know one's a classic. Okay. But I thought it was a thing where, because he kind of wolves out for a second. His yeah. eyes turn red. They do. He's like, forget this, man. What I thought was, it's a mix of, of course, the power of love, but then also, like, the wolfing out just a tiny bit gives you, like, a little bit of an energy oh, boost. Oh, I see what's yeah. going on. And he gets up, so he's got, like, wolf residuals going on, and just, like, I gotta do it now, because this is gonna be gone sure. in another minute, kind of a thing. And he wins, and we freeze frame, and that's the end of or it. Or maybe he's gotten so good at werewolfing, he just werewolves his hands. <laughs> you, you can't tell because they're in boxing gloves? Oh, yeah, just partial wolfing out? Yeah. That's how you do it. That is how you do it. And then everyone's like, oh, wow, you, you had the, fi- the strength in yourself. And he's like, yeah. Sure. Sure, hand shrinking back down. Uh, that's the other thing that I never understand about both of these movies. What is the message? Like, so, I I mean, what am I supposed to relate to as a regular teen that's not a teen wolf? So I find out that I'm good at something, really good at something, supernaturally good by my own, like, good graces. Mm-hmm. I should not do that? Because that's the thing, right? You can't say that the message of both of these movies is, is be, be yourself. It's not. Because, because yourself is the werewolf. Teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I the guess, message is kind of just teamwork. Or maybe it's about, like, you know, trample down your ethnic background and be American, <laughs> goddammit, because, like, you've got this old world something or other around your neck. Kick that Eastern European heritage to the curb, baby. This is America. <laughs> maybe that's what I don't understand what the message could be. I don't, you're totally right. I was thinking the same thing. Like, what are we saying with this movie? Like, take what, and that's what it is, too, right? It's kind of a weird, like, suppress who you are kind of a yeah. thing. Like, Take all that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine if you play around with that wolf shit in college. <laughs> but then take that, crumple it up into a ball, and put it back down inside yourself and never acknowledge it again. Yeah. Well, it's really weird. Don't let it get to your head, yeah. I think, is ultimately the thing. But, like, it, also, it's just, I don't know. It makes zero sense to me because they <laughs> keep on switching back. I don't like anybody in this movie. No. All these characters suck. Yep. 
They're terrible. There's nothing to anybody. I barely liked Michael J. Fox in the first one, and that's only because he was played by Michael J. Fox. Yeah, you got the good graces of you know Michael J. Fox being a great guy. That character is a jerk. Yeah. So I mean, I the message of the movie doesn't even freaking matter because (laughs) all the people who are saying the message suck. And this is kind of what you would call pre-Bateman. You know, he's just yeah. He's not. He doesn't have any of the tools that you like about Jason Bateman now. You no. know what I mean? No. Depending on whether you like him now, which which you do, you know, he's he's great in Arrested Development. He's great in some things, yeah. but like he's got he's got a, a skill set. Like he's sarcastic. Yes. He's funny. He's got great comic timing, et cetera, et cetera. None, None of that is on no. display. <laughs> no. It's the old, why did you pick him? I'm sure there were plenty of people that wanted to be the next Teen he's, Wolf. He's like kind of a braggart and like, what really? No. Was RDJ too big to be a Teen Wolf? Yeah, at this point, probably. Absolutely. 87, yeah, I guess so. He was doing the, that Less Than Zero movie at this point. Oh, that's right. That's an underrated film. And this whole thing ends with Chubbs, like, kind of, like, kissing one of the other babes. And her, like, this movie freeze frames on this woman disgustingly wiping her mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird. And, of course, that's the only way Chubbs can get laid. No, you know what? Start calling yourself Derek. Put on some clothes <laughs> that fit you. Yes. Get into good music. You know, Totally. And, and I'm not even saying lose weight. You can get laid. You just got to be your... That's He needs to be himself. Maybe, Chubbs needs to be himself. Maybe call a cuts on the short shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe... Let's get some slacks on some those slacks, Chubbs. Some slacks, some jeans. And you know what? Here's a good tip for everybody. Stop hanging out with Styles. Yep. Because eventually, if you keep hanging out with Styles into adulthood, he's going to be that guy that comes around in the middle of the night and he really needs $10,000 and he can't tell you why. Stop purchasing anything. That refers to the layer that you are in as a sty, <laughs> and you as a pig. You know what I just realized about Styles and why why Chubbs is Chubbs is because Styles is always trying to get Chubbs started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just like everyone goes crazy about Teen Wolf, he's like, dude, Chubbs. I got a stable going on. We got the wolf over here. He's doing all that stuff. You're going to be the fat guy. You're going to be the fattest guy in this school. Yep. It's going to be, what's Chubbs not going to eat? You know what I mean? You're going to go to the party. You're going to drink the keg in one gulp. And everyone's going to be Chubbs, Chubbs, Chubbs. I got these Chubbs t-shirts. I got these. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Chubbs to happen. I'm making a hot dog eating contest just centered around you. <laughs> All around you. Yeah, we'll have the bo- we'll have we'll have Todd doing the boxing thing. You know, he'll do that. You'll eat these hot dogs. It'll be great. <laughs> I hate you, Styles. <laughs> All right. So would would anyone recommend Teen Wolf two? I would. I, it's it's a breezy ninety minutes. It's a Comedy Central classic. If you had Comedy Central, <laughs> yeah. in the late nineties, you've seen this movie hundred and forty eight times. <laughs> it's not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a hangover movie. Uh, skip it. All right, Chris Cabin with a skip. It. I agree with Steve that it is a hangover movie. If anything, it's like, oh, Teen Wolf's on. Oh, it's Teen Wolf too. Eh, I feel like shit anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna feel like shit today anyway. <laughs> That's Teen Wolf two from 1987, directed by Christopher Leach. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. And for our listeners who are following us over to the Sideshow Network, check out sideshownetwork.tv. Check out all the shows they have there. Again, we are happy as pigs and shit or wolves and shit. Wolves. Teen wolves and shit. Or, to be, or chubs and chubs shit, and I guess. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Regardless, we're very stoked to be a part of the Sideshow family. Check us out next week. New episodes of We Hate Movies every Tuesday. So what we do on We Hate Movies for our new listeners, right, is uh, we will leave a clue. We don't tell you what the episode is or what the film is that we're going to do, but we leave a clue for what it is. So Chris Cabin, clue for next week's episode. Whoopi. 
Whoopi. Oh, the Whoopsters finally <laughs> being inducted into the We Hate Movies pantheon. Who knows? Maybe he's just excited. Oh, maybe he's just Whoopi, right? It's not Whoopi Go. I don't know. Another season. Another <laughs> reason. For making never mind. <laughs> so until next week with Whoopi, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Cabin. Steven Zeta. Take it easy. <laughs>